0: Journey to the Inner World. I'm Linda Lerman, and I'm Paul. And today we're going to talk about the journey to enlightenment. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like it. um, Having a journey to enlightenment seems like such a great and lofty goal, because you know you're kind of aspiring to be Buddha-like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a. There's always an end result, isn't there? No matter what you do, it's whether it's a Buddha-like or the ultimate you or there's, there's always a distant goal of being something far beyond where you started.
0: And also, um, like we're talking about being Buddha-like or you could be Christ-like, it's almost as if you're emulating something that has already come to pass as well. Absolutely. So, um, trying to take a journey to enlightenment, if you have that kind of idea in your mind that you're going to end up to be totally Zen, totally peaceful, totally in tune, which is what everybody wants, but... Like Buddha, like Christ, like um, any kind of spiritual guru that has come before, then you're going to miss out on part of the journey because your journey is unique to you.
1: Absolutely. And yeah.
0: how you experience enlightenment is not going to be the same as someone who has previously bought that path. That's right. So you mentioned um, the journey, well, we both mentioned the journey. What, what is the journey to enlightenment?
1: That's a good question. Actually, the journey to enlightenment is enlightenment. <laughs> um, it, enlightenment's not a path with an end game or an end goal. Um, everything in the world, the way we're taught, has an end game, a, a punctuation mark. And basically, that's how we would look at enlightenment. But enlightenment isn't that. What it, what it really is, is the journey itself. And so as you, you seek and to understand something and that little bit of revelation comes through to you and you understand something new, that's enlightenment. And in, in that moment, you are enlightened. Mm. And um, then you'll, you'll, you'll go even further and you'll find another small aspect and then you're enlightened into that. So you are constantly in the state of enlightenment. It's not a place you go. It's a place you are.
0: So when people have this end goal in mind, of course, they're also, also kind of thinking, well, when I'm enlightened, my life is going to be blissful. I'm going to have no problems. I'm going to have the golden halo. And you forget then that you're living in the moment and that's all you've ever got. So the journey to enlightenment can't ever be a future goal.
1: No, no, it would be never ending. and And then that kind of outlook on it is what leads to a lot of disappointment and a lot of pain because people start beating themselves up because they don't notice that halo ever coming or they never feel that they've got to that point of being that brilliant that they can call themselves enlightened and so you know you end up in a beat up session if you take that, that approach to it
0: So how do you keep it real?
1: Well it's just having that desire that push forward to want to grow yourself and then in that uh just just looking within and and seeing what is revealed and and that's what's keeping it keeping it real it's it's all the living in the moment that we talk about all the things that come from within be open to the world and be open to growth and intend that for yourself And those things just come. It's not like you got to go look for them. They'll start appearing in your life every day. Uh, Basically, you just have to be aware of them.
0: Mm. Also, the word enlightenment, because the the giveaway is the light in the middle. So the journey towards the light or revealing more light in your life is an ongoing process. So like you're saying every time something becomes illuminated in your own life you have an insight then you're kind of like peeling away a layer and of course um i think we're all born enlightened you know in the purest sense in the buddha sense kind of thing but as we as we grow up and we kind of absorb all these limiting beliefs, we take on the fear of the world. So it's kind of like we're putting on different clothes that hide our beautiful illuminated self.
1: Yeah, you well, put it in light, that like the first thing that went through my mind is we're kind of um, pulling in the darkness yeah. because we are light, but by beginning to limit those things, by becoming unaware, by not accepting and basically pulling the darkness toward us we are putting a, a net or like you said a clothing over our own our own light
0: yeah and um, it kind of makes me also think when we talk about this about Jung's shadow like and a lot of people are, seem so afraid to look at the darker side of their own mm-hmm. nature and by darker I don't mean like evil or well, just evil. <laughs> um, but the things that we don't necessarily show or the, the negative beliefs we hold. I mean, the negative beliefs go so far to creating an illusionary world. And these are the things that when you, you become more enlightened in that present moment, that it kind of reveals the, the dark things, the shadows. And when the light hits, they're not there anymore. If that makes any sense?
1: <laughs> Absolutely, because a lot of those things are strictly in your mind. It's it's how you think about things, and so as the light hits, of course, it's illusion because it was all thought in the first place.
0: Mm. And really, that is all that ever stops us from achieving. The you know, I use Buddha as an example because it's he's such a well-known figure for enlightenment and being peaceful and, you know, so wise um, we we stop ourselves by our own faults. that's the only thing that is ever stopping us from being Buddha-like or Christ-like or however like we want, even though it's our own journey and we shouldn't try to be exactly like those people.
1: Yeah, you touched on it it's the uh, comparison issue it's like telling yourself I will be I will consider myself enlightened if I'm exactly like this person, but do you really believe that that person was always like that? It's more likely that that person was growing and moving forward and doing all these things too. So that person was in a state of enlightenment all the way through their life. It had nothing to to do with the state they reached. So what made a Buddha so great was he had constant um realizations and then he kept moving forward and uh, another person that that i think of when you're thinking about being really enlightened and you can see their forward progress is if you consider the life of gandhi Mm. he started as a lawyer um but then worked from there to become as we know him you know sort of um a mover of the world a, a person that really made a difference but his powerful enlightenment came one step at a time he didn't start out that way
0: while you were talking um, I just kind of got this vision of um, going back because we're always talking about how life is really about living in love and banishing the fear because there is so much fear around us And that is what what takes us to enlightened states or higher states of consciousness, is continuously looking at the inside to find where fear lurks, not feeding the fear. And and that's kind of really hard to do, especially in our current state of the world. And releasing it and replacing it with love. And that doesn't mean to say that you have to be like um, always... Um, I don't know, having like a, like a Pollyanna attitude to everything and faking the love at all, it's just really finding that peace within you where the fear doesn't manifest outwards anymore. Um, and if you, I suppose that is like Young's shadow are the fears because when we have fear, we're either fearing, we have we're afraid of getting something, or we're afraid of losing something. And our whole outside world teaches us to carry on that pattern of fear. So it's when we can find the stillness within to look at these fear patterns that we you know, subconsciously and innocently hold on to, that we can find the next step on our journey to enlightenment, because we leave something behind. Ah,
1: uh, you said journey to enlightenment again. Yeah. We're not journeying to enlightenment, we are in enlightenment all the time.
0: Well, yeah, but we're getting the next stage, we're going to our next level of consciousness. Next level of enlightenment. And we did call it Journey to Enlightenment, so. <laughs>
1: but it's not ever a journey to, it is a journey of, and you are, it's being.
0: True, very true. Um, yeah, so that is, that's how I think of it, um, just a general... Unfolding and unraveling, always coming back to love over fear.
1: Ah, And another thing too, too, as you make that journey in enlightenment, is (laughs) (laughs) you don't have any expectations. Insights come to people in so many different ways. You don't know how it's going to come in. And you don't know what the insight will be. But you'll know it. By like this beautiful feeling and you'll just be kind of like awestruck, it'll be kind of like that light bulb over your head like wow I never even imagined that and that's how you'll know those little chips of enlightenment that will come at you but don't expect it because you'll kill it enlightenment doesn't come when you're expecting it enlightenment comes when you're just being mm,
0: That's that's really good advice there And that learning to be is so challenging at times. Again, it's the outside world that wants our attention and um, we can only be from the inside. The outside is all about doing (laughs) and getting.
1: (laughs) And also, sadly, we're, we're sabotaged a lot by our ego, which likes to, you know, that'll be a completely different talk at some point, but you kind of have that saboteur within you, which makes it all the more difficult sometimes to find that peace because you got it chattering with self-talk.
0: Would you say the journey of enlightenment is uh, in enlightenment. In enlightenment is, is linear?
1: No, that's what makes it really interesting. Linear only exists in our imagination. In reality. Paths go every which way and round and all linear is a man-made creation. It's it's not a part of nature of a reality that's around us. It's something that we force into existence. So no, no, it's not linear.
0: So if someone was following their spiritual path and um, really felt that they were shedding some beliefs or doing their shadow work and revealing another layer of enlightenment and then you know the next week things look a little different. They you know they had they had an illumination moment, a illuminated moment, and then the next week maybe they're feeling bogged down with the pressures of work, etc. And their spiritual um identity seems a little further away than it was the week before. Do you think that's normal?
1: Oh yeah. I wrote about in one of our newsletters actually I talked about traveling almost a circular path and it's you can um as your levels of consciousness kind of drop at times and they all do because we have good days bad days bad things that happen in our lives and good things that happen in our lives or at least we perceive as bad or good um and all those things can take a toll but they also teach us lessons and um so when you feel like you've gone that circle, you're not really back where you started. And your, your path has just kind of spiraled out. And you might run into a similar situation or a similar feeling, but there's another lesson for you. And, and when you arrive at those times, it means that there's a lesson you didn't pick up that was kind of near that area, but different than the original, but sort of near, if that makes sense. They're interconnected.
0: Life very much is on a spiral path. Always. Yeah, it's never exactly mm-hmm. circular, and that goes for your spiritual life, your um, emotional life, all all aspects of life are spirals.
1: Yeah, even physical.
0: Absolutely, everything
1: follows yeah. that spiral.
0: So, have you got anything else to add about our enlightenment journey? <laughs> Not an enlightenment
1: journey; it's journey in enlightenment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, if you have any questions, please drop us a message at hello at com, or you can leave comments. At...
1: And please do leave comments, um, subscribe, tell other people about us if you think that they, they might like to, to share in some of our talks with us.
0: And if you go to our website, you can sign up for our newsletter, which we send out every Wednesday. Yeah. I think that's it Um, love to hear from you thanks for listening (laughs) bye 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 we love you